with SRN News. I'm Jeremy House in Washington. The Biden administration has suspended all arms sales to the government of Afghanistan following the Taliban takeover of the country. The State Department's Political and Military Affairs Bureau says pending or undelivered arms transfers to Afghanistan have been put under review. Also on SRNews.com, former President Donald Trump says when he was in office, he held talks with the Taliban's political leader and insisted that the Taliban negotiate with Afghan Afghan President Ashraf Ghani. And I asked him, do you understand? He said, yes, I do understand. And I wanted them to get a deal done with uh, the Afghan government. Mr. Trump's comments were aired on Fox News Channel's Hannity. Wisconsin Representative Mike Gallagher says the events of this week in Afghanistan have been embarrassing and must be investigated. Well, it's been um, a complete fiasco, and I do think at some point after we have you know, hopefully rescued our people, there will be time for a top-to-bottom review, congressionally-led, uh, of, of how this happened. Gallagher spoke to the Salem Radio Network. Tensions have been growing over the slow pace of aid efforts in Haiti after a powerful weekend earthquake that killed more than 2,100 people and was followed by a drenching tropical depression. Mission of Hope in Haiti spokesman Austin Holmes says many medical supplies haven't arrived yet in Haiti since the quake. A lot of materials have still not made it out from the states or from Port-au-Prince. And so this is just one of five hospitals or clinics that we've been to just like it. Meanwhile, more injured residents are trickling into hospitals, already overwhelmed. Pakistani police say a powerful roadside bomb has exploded among a procession of Shiite Muslims in central Pakistan, killing at least three. On Wall Street, the Dow futures are down 277 points. This is SRN News. News on WBOB, AM 600 and 101.1 FM. Good morning, I'm Patrick Johnson. Jacksonville health officials say they have vaccine supply for COVID boosters. They're just waiting on further guidance from regulatory agencies and the feds. Doctors are advising people to talk to their doctors before getting the booster shot. The Jacksonville City Council's Safer Together Committee created following protests in the summer of 2020 to address tensions between the black community and the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office, issuing a final report was released last night during a workshop at City Hall. There are nine recommendations made by the Safer Together Committee. However, most community members who came to the workshop were focused on one, the Citizens Review Board. A Jacksonville Community Action Committee organizer, Christina Kittle. I would like to see democratically held elections in each police district, and then civilians are choosing community members that we trust. Final recommendations will be made at City Hall in a meeting on the 30th. That's Jacksonville.RadioNews. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance, reminding you that when you adopt a shelter pet, you discover all the things that make them unique. Adopt pure love at the shelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. Financial issues plague us all, especially in these uncertain times. Dan Celia helps us navigate these difficult financial times every weekday from 9 till noon on AM 600 WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? 
little bump just turned into a big one. All cars are completely stopped northbound on the Dames Point Bridge. Those two right lanes are blocked and you're going to be sitting there for at least 25 minutes. Again, if you're headed north on the Dames Point Bridge, you're going to be sitting in it for at least 25 minutes because those two right lanes are blocked. While you still can, try and take 95 to avoid this whole mess. And if there's anything you see, give us a call. 901 Seaf. Partly cloudy early thunderstorms by afternoon. The high today, 91. This evening, partly to mostly cloudy and a low of 76. Right now, it's 78 degrees. Here's some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. Twitter is being criticized for now not allowing President Trump to have a voice on the social media platform while instead allowing the Taliban to post on the site. The Wall Street Journal reports President Biden ignored the advice from his own military officers who supported keeping a small military presence before going through with the Afghan withdrawal. And a poll out this week shows Americans rank former President George W. Bush as the president most responsible for the outcome of the Afghanistan war, followed by President Biden. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM. WBOB. Hey, by the way, the last caller who just called up a few moments ago, Bill had some good points. Um, but j- just to remind everybody that even though the airplanes may not have been, quote, taken care of, I know guns that are not taken care of, mm-hmm. but they still shoot. Get what I'm saying? The airplanes can still go up. Exactly. So I'm just saying, you know, don't, and, they, and because how, they weren't taken care of doesn't mean they still can't fly. Fast forward 90 days, you bring in the Iranian military, they, oh. can, they can fix them up. So. Oh, that's a very good point, man. Oh, can you imagine the intelligence of who may try to come in and fill the vacuum? So, hey, we got a lot of news to get to. Good morning, uh, Ed Dean, Roger Henderson. A lot of great calls this morning. We'll continue them at 904-831-0600. All the way with you to 9 a.m. We got the ripoff of the week, dealing with the amount of wasteful amount of spending we have spent over the last many years in Afghanistan. Adam Anjevsky is going to bring that up in just a little bit. But let's get to the news right here on Talk Radio WBOB. The Wall Street Journal and the New York Times have reported this week that President Biden ignored military advice from his own intelligence officers who said that they would have supported keeping a small military presence before going through with the Afghan withdrawal. Multiple reports say the intelligence community warned President Biden Afghanistan could easily fall at a rapid pace. And now Biden's national security team is downplaying reports of internal disarray. The Wall Street Journal reported to President Biden ignored advice from top generals to keep a small force of 2,500 troops, saying military and intelligence officials, quote, express concerns both about the capabilities of the Afghan military and the Taliban's likely ability to take over major Afghan cities. The New York Times also wrote, classified assessments by American spy agencies over the summer painted an increasingly grim picture of the prospect of a Taliban takeover of Afghanistan. That's White House correspondent Jackie Heinrich. Twitter bans President Trump, but they're going to allow the Taliban to continue to post on their site. While at the same time censoring many conservative American voices like the former president. Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, they do prohibit the Taliban terror group from using their sites. But Twitter says the Stone Age Taliban brutes are free to tweet as long as they follow the rules and are not too violent. Fox News correspondent at large, Geraldo Rivera. 
New rules coming down from the Department of Justice. Those seeking asylum coming from south of the border will no longer be decided by judges. Instead, they want immigration services to just go ahead and give the green light. And the Department of Justice proposed new screening rules for asylum seekers, suggesting that U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services agents should adjudicate many of those cases instead of judges. The DOJ says it will speed up the asylum process. President Biden just holding a COVID briefing. That's Fox News' Jonathan Hunt. Fox Radio Lisa Brady points out, that the White House now says that nursing home, the 1.3 million of all the staff here in the U.S., must get fully vaccinated soon or otherwise they could lose federal funds. Announcing what amounts to a vaccine mandate for nursing homes. Staff will have to get a COVID shot in order to keep receiving federal funding as part of Medicare and Medicaid. This as federal health officials recommend booster shots for the rest of us, though not quite yet, pending an FDA review of that plan. Last month, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis put into place an executive order banning mask mandates at public schools. Now several school districts are defying that mandate. The national mask versus no mask argument hit Broward schools hard, as well as Alachua County and Gainesville, as both are defying Republican Governor Ron DeSantis' executive order that if a school district mandates masks, parents must have the final call for their child, not the district. Both are only allowing the opt-out option with a doctor's note. Miami-Dade, the largest school district in the state, finally decided today on what its policy will be. Students must wear masks, mandatory, unless they have a doctor's note. Parents may get the opt-out option later if COVID numbers start dropping. The Hillsborough County School Board voted to end the parental opt-out option, at least for the next 30 days. And yet another challenge to DeSantis. That's from South Florida Fox News, Phil Keating. And inflation costs, we all know, continue to go up with our home appliances, cars, used cars, real estate. But one area where you may not see a big increase is in a certain area of, quote, food cost. Uh, Regarding inflation, you did say you are seeing significant inflation, oils, sugars, and that you are taking a price increase in September. How much much more will it cost me? Uh, to buy a Krispy Kreme donut in September. <laughs> you know, we're really disciplined on pricing. I'm, uh, we're a dozens business, right? So, um, you know, we do always pay attention to an accessible price point. So when you think about the pricing that will happen in a dozen, you won't really see it that much. So you won't see a cost at Krispy Kreme. That was the CEO, Mike Tattersfield. Because they sell them by they sell them by the dozen, Raj. They're a dozens company. That's how you they make their money. All right, more coming up next. 904 eight. Three one zero six zero zero. Talk Radio WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? It's a bad day to be crossing bridges. On the Matthews Bridge headed towards downtown, traffic is backed up past Cessory Boulevard. You're going to be sitting there for at least 10 extra minutes, and traffic is still completely stopped on the Dames Point Bridge headed north. Traffic is backed up on 295 past Atlantic Boulevard, and you're going to be sitting in there for 40 extra minutes. 4-0. If you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. Partly cloudy early, followed by scattered thunderstorms in the afternoon. The high today, 91. Partly to mostly cloudy with scattered thunderstorms tonight and a low of 76. 
Right now, 78 degrees. Canines for Warriors is ending veteran suicide and returning our warriors to a life of dignity and independence. I deployed for the U.S. Army in 2003. I've been in eight different IED uh, explosions. Uh, I don't know how many gunfights we've been in. Five and a half years of combat. It takes its toll on you. A lot of cumulative experience and trauma. Canines for Warriors pair specially trained service dogs with vets in need. You know, the thing I can tell you about my dog is his eyes have that perfect amount of judgment, but also that perfect amount of love. And no matter what I do, he just looks at me like I'm either an idiot or I'm the best thing in the world. Uh, He's my cranky old man and I love him. Your generosity will go right to work to help pair a struggling warrior with a shelter dog trained to help veterans with post-traumatic stress disorder, traumatic brain injury, and or military sexual trauma. Give your best gift today by going to caninesforwarriors.org. I'm Clayton Bromberg, the president of Underwoods. One of the biggest changes we've seen in fine jewelry over the last 25 years has been the growth of jewelry designers. At Underwoods, we're the leader, bringing to North Florida the best names in designer jewelry. In fact, we carry designer lines in a similar way to how clothing stores carry designer labels. The difference is that jewelry designers have to be a little more timeless in their presentations because nobody wants to buy a fine piece of jewelry only to find out the next year it's gone out of style. That's why you'll find at Underwoods the best of the jewelry designer names, those that are tried and true and popular. Names like David Yerman, Roberto Coyne, John Hardy, Marco Bicigo, Jude Francis, Lagos, Hippolyta, and a lot more are all available right now at Underwoods. So if you want the best looks in designer jewelry, stop by Underwoods in San Marco, Avondale, or the shops of Ponte Vedra. You're a facilities director. You're within budget. Life is good. Finally. Then that red light goes off on your pump station. Well, so much for the budget. Get a preventive maintenance program from the pump station pros. Call us. We can help. 904-249-8080. We're Consolidated Utilities. The pump station pros since 1948. 249-8080. That's 904-249-8080. Transmission problems? Call Action Transmission Specialists on Merrill Road, where you get the work done right the first time by the experts. I'm Robin Sidbury, the owner. Our techs can service all makes and models, and we provide a nationwide warranty so you have the peace of mind knowing we solve your transmission troubles fairly and honestly and guaranteed nationwide. Call us at Action Transmission Specialists on Merrill Road, where quality counts. Get traction. Call Action at 744-0755. Financial Issues with Dan Celia at 9 this morning. Now, back to the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Here are some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. A new report by the Tax Policy Center estimates around 100 million U.S. households, or 61% of all taxpayers, paid no federal income taxes last year. Florida economists say the state is looking good on projected revenues and may have a few extra billion to spend in next year's budget. And President Biden says nursing homes and their staffs will be required to be fully vaccinated. The new measure would withhold Medicare and Medicaid funding to nursing homes that don't comply. It could impact around 15,000 nursing homes, which employ around 1 million people nationwide. 
contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com. AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. 15 minutes after 7 a.m., so the New York Times Wall Street Journal reported that the president knew in advance that things could go south. And we got the clips here, by the way. Um, Fox News, uh, and along with, of course, the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times, said that the president ignored advice from his military officials that by at least keeping a small group of troops out there and maybe be ready in case the Taliban was going to cause some mayhem before the, quote, beginning of the withdrawal. ABC News, I got to hand it to George Stephanopoulos. He actually did a pretty good job of interviewing. Listen to uh, President Biden being interviewed on ABC News. Very defensive he is. We've seen those hundreds of people packed into a C-17. We've seen Afghans falling. That was four days ago, five days ago. What did you think when you first saw those pictures? What I thought was we have to gain control of this. We have to move this more quickly. We have to move in a way in which we can take control of that airport. And we did. So you don't think this could have been handled, this actually could have been handled better in any way? No mistakes? No, I, I, I don't think it could have been handled in a way that there, we, we're going to go back in hindsight and look, but the idea that somehow there's a way to have gotten out without chaos ensuing, I don't know how that happens. I don't know how that happened. So for you, that was always priced into the decision? Yes. And are you committed to making sure that the troops stay until every American who wants to be out yes. is out? Yes. Americans should understand that troops might have to be there beyond August 31st. No, Americans should understand that we're going to try to get it done before August 31st. But okay, if you don't get it done before August 31st, then what? If we don't, the troops will if stay. If we don't, we'll determine at the time who's left. We'll determine at the time who's left? Well, we're just talking Americans now, right? And... And if there are American forces, if there's American citizens left, we're going to stay till we get them all out. Oh, why? He finally got to it. Here's one more. The president said a month ago that, hey, according to my military advisors, it's highly unlikely that the Taliban's going to take over, right? I mean, there's, there's no, no date. Mm-hmm. They ain't taking over. Well, listen to this clip, more of the ABC News interview. Back in July, you said a Taliban takeover was highly unlikely. Was the intelligence wrong, or did you downplay it? I think uh, there was no consensus. You go back and look at the intelligence reports. They said that it was more likely to be sometime by the end of the year. Wait, wait. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. There was no consensus. What? No, wait. It wasn't going to happen. Oh, but if it was going to happen... It was going to happen by the end of the year. They, they knew something they, was going they on. They won't associate my administration with it because it was long after we left, basically. What are you saying? He's saying it'll, basically the, the, the point that it won't happen to the end of the year is that I'm assuming that he's suggesting that because it had been such a long time since we were there, you can't blame me for that because that was way back know, I love you. I don't even know how that comes into the play. What do you mean? At the end of the year is this year. Yeah. He's still in charge. But he, yeah, it's true. But you know, if he's planning on getting out by August thirtieth, then he could use that, you know, the end of the year as a reason why you can't blame us because we've been gone for months. No, you missed the point. He said, "I probably blame his military advisors." Okay, come on, it's Joe Biden, so let's blame the military advisors. It was highly unlikely Taliban was going to take over. No deadlines, no dates. They weren't going to touch it. Now he just said, 
well, some of our military uh, thought maybe by the end of the year they might take over. That's what he said. He said both, actually. Yeah, exactly. He said both. Both. Here we go. You didn't put a timeline on when you said it was highly unlikely. You just said flat out it's highly unlikely the Taliban would take over. Yeah. Well, the question was... What- yeah. Well... I mean, I, I don't... I mean, how do you reconcile both statements? Yeah. Whether or not... It, what, the idea that the Taliban would take over was premised on the notion that the uh, somehow the 300,000 troops we had trained and equipped... Hey, can, can I... Let me ask this question. For all my liberal listeners, let me throw you a bone. Is it quite possible that they thought that the Afghan soldiers would defend it and not just drop off the cliff. Is that possible? At least through the end of the year. Is that No, I'm just saying, is that possible? But the, but the military advisor said, no, the Taliban could take over. So which means, who did a weak rear-end job of getting things ready to go? There's a new poll out. This is from SurveyMonkey. Pretty credible group out there. SurveyMonkey, you ready for this? Who do you blame for Afghanistan? Now, they rank the president most, now this is president, was George W. Bush. Second is Biden. Third is Trump. And fourth was Obama. Hmm, interesting on that one. Who were the main problems for Afghanistan? The Taliban was one. Afghan leadership was two. Afghan military was three. Bush was fourth. U.S. military leadership was five. Biden was six. Then Trump and then Obama. That's how they are in some of those polls out there as well. This is what really gets interesting. This is from CNN. All right? They, this is uh, from National Security Correspondent Kylie Atwood. This is about Americans getting out. There's, we don't know. Is there five? Is there 10? Is there 15,000 Americans still left there? The Biden White House is telling you, come, come. We got to get you to the airport. But there's just one problem. We're just getting a new security alert for Americans in Afghanistan from the State Department. Previously, the State Department has been telling those Americans to shelter in place. Now it is telling them to consider going to the airport. No, stay put. No, no, no. You might want to consider to come to the airport. In Kabul. But what they're also telling these Americans is that they cannot assure that they will have safe passage on the way to the airport. That is significant because the Biden administration said the United States is relying on the Taliban to ensure safe passage for Americans getting to the airport. But of course, what we have seen in the reporting on the ground there is that there hasn't been safe passage. And this security alert is clear in saying that the United States cannot tell these Americans who are in the country right now that if they head to the airport, that they are going to be able to ensure safe passage. But but they're still telling them to go. The bottom line here is that they're telling these Americans to go to the airport, but they're not telling them that they will necessarily get their safe. I would be deathly afraid because it's the Taliban. You know what they do to Taliban women? Can you imagine what they would do to American men and women? Mm. Think about that for a second. Here is... uh, Here's, uh, who is this? Oh, yeah, Geraldo Rivera, Fox News correspondent at large. This is kind of another interesting issue. Twitter will not allow former President Trump. And that's fine. They have a right to say we don't want to allow you. But they're being called out because they're allowing posts from the Taliban. While at the same time censoring many conservative American voices like the former president. Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, they do prohibit the Taliban terror group 
from using their sites. Hmm. But Twitter says the Stone Age Taliban brutes are free to tweet as long as they follow the rules and are not too violent. <laughs> follow the rules and no, you're not too not violent. Not too violent. You can be violent, right. but not too violent. Listen to this clip. Jesse Waters, you'll like this one, right? Jesse Waters from Fox News, The Five. He said, can you imagine if Stalin was alive today in the Twitter world? I bet you they'd allow his tweets. So Stalin, if this had been in the age of Twitter, <laughs> would have, after killing 25 million people, would have been able to be on Twitter as long as he didn't violate Twitter's terms of service. Because that's what Twitter's saying. The tr atrocities have already been documented. Taliban cuts off women's fingers for using nail polish. They stone you to death. They kill homosexuals with cinder blocks. And then every Friday evening, they bring everybody into a soccer stadium and have the crowd watch people get amputated and beheaded. So Donald Trump called Don Lemon dumb, but he didn't cut people's legs off in front of a crowd. Yeah. Here's one more from Gutfeld, Greg Gutfeld. You can rely, however, that their disciplinary procedures will only go one way. They mirror the people that they go, they discipline the people the media hates, and they protect those that the media favors. He's talking about Twitter. The Washington Post, Mark, this is named Mark Siebel, supports Taliban being on Twitter as opposed to Trump because they follow the rules. You can slaughter women, you can cut off their fingers, do what you want, you can force them to marry fighters. But as long as you follow the rules, does that sound familiar? This is what the modern, the modern progressive has become. Mm. So there you go. Twitter's going to allow the Taliban, but they're following the rules, Raj. Mm -hmm. All right. All right, we're going to get to the calls in just a couple of moments. 904-831-0600. All right, more coming up next. Talk Radio WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? No cars are moving and no cars are going to move. On the Dames Point Bridge, headed north. Traffic is backed up on 295 past Atlantic Boulevard. And you're going to be sitting in there for 50 extra minutes. People are getting the hint and are trying to take the Matthews Bridge, which has traffic backed up now past Arlington Road. You'll be sitting in that for about 15 or 20 extra minutes. Either way, it's going to be a mess on the bridges this morning. If you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. Partly cloudy early, followed by scattered thunderstorms in the afternoon. The high today, 91. Partly to mostly cloudy with scattered thunderstorms tonight and a low of 76. Right now, 78 degrees. This traffic report is brought to you by J. David Tax Law. When you owe the IRS and can't pay, go to jdavidtaxlaw.com. Peace of mind is only a click or phone call away. Florida's economy depends on restoring America's Everglades. Everglades restoration will not only improve our environment, it will create 65,000 new infrastructure jobs and support hundreds of thousands of jobs tied to the real estate, recreation, and tourism industries. Let's invest in our future. Restore America's Everglades. Create jobs. Learn more at EvergladesFoundation.org. As a business owner, it's top priority that my office equipment and technology is top-notch. That's why I work with CFX Office Technology. Charlene here, do you have reliable copiers and printers along with a secure scanning and document management solution? Call my friends at CFX Office Technology. CFX is a family business here in Jacksonville. They're helpful, professional, and always respond super fast to any issue. Trust me, call them for your business needs. Visit cfxoffice.com, cfxoffice.com, and tell them Charlene sent you.
This year marks the 64th anniversary of Boger Shoes on Park Street. In order for a family business to celebrate 64 years, they must be doing something right. And that something is good old-fashioned customer service. For 64 years, Boger Shoes has provided orthopedic and diabetic shoes for thousands of customers in Northeast Florida. The kids are back in school, so during the month of August, Boger Shoes is offering buy one pair of kids' shoes, get the second pair for 50% off. Some restrictions apply. Boger Shoes is located in Riverside at 1014 Park Street. Whether you're looking for baby or kid shoes, adult comfort shoes, diabetic custom or OTC orthotics, with over 75 years of combined experience, Boger Shoes knows what it takes to make your feet feel better. Stop by 1014 Park Street in Riverside or visit them online at bogershoes.com. Boger Shoes, the answer for hurting feet. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com. AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Here's, uh, here's a clip from uh, Morning Joe, MSNBC. He goes, man, it looks bad for the Democrats. Right now, it's just bad because he goes, if you want to talk about protecting people, the Dems don't have anything to brag about. Let's talk about uh, the mess right now that I think the Democrats are facing. If Democrats want to know what they're going to be facing, I let, let's talk about it right now. Because if I were a Republican running, I would say Democrats can't protect us across the world. Democrats can't protect our street. And Democrats can't protect us at the border. If Democrats don't want to talk about it, that's fine. Uh, it will find them. And Democrats have to understand this is coming, and I don't know where mission control is on the Democratic side. Man, from MSNBC. Houston, we have a problem. You know, it's easy to, to point out the problem. Is there a solution at this point? Yeah, we are not solutions, Arts, but let's keep pointing out the problems. But anyway, <laughs> you want to, he could have kept going on. Democrats can't protect your back pocket when it comes to taxes. Democrats can't protect your life when it comes to the Green New Deal. Democrats can't protect gasoline prices from not going up. Democrats cannot protect your retirement when it comes to Social Security, man, there's a lot of things Democrats cannot protect. So, all right, we'll get to a couple calls coming up in just a couple of moments right here on Talk Radio WBOB. AM 600 and 101.1 FM. The conservative voice of Jacksonville, WBOB. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Getting out of Afghanistan, that remains problematic at best. For the thousands of people who have gathered at the Kabul airport anxious to escape and getting to the airport, a major challenge that facilities are now surrounded by Taliban checkpoints amid reports of beatings and detentions. President Biden telling ABC's George Stephanopoulos he is willing to extend the end-of-the-month troop withdrawal deadline as necessary to get everyone out of Afghanistan. And there have been reports of multiple fatalities at the hands of the Taliban as protests break out in some Afghan cities. Looks like it's going to be another down day for Wall Street. Right now, Dow futures are down 307 points. NASDAQ futures off 98. S&P futures down 36. More details at SRN News. 
Com. AM 600, 101.1 FM, WBOB News. Good morning, I'm Patrick Johnson. State Fire Marshal investigate after a fire broke out at an auto repair shop early Thursday morning in Jacksonville. JFR rescue crews responded to Riddle's Body Shop on 103rd Street around 2 a.m. The building and the vehicles inside did suffer damage. Crews were able to extinguish the blaze around 4.30. No injuries have been reported. Governor DeSantis standing his ground when it comes to his ban on mask mandates for students. The governor says the State Board of Education should and will punish school districts for violating the order. There will obviously be consequences, I think, in probably a number of different ways. Um, and at the end of the day, you, know, you have local officials who do not believe they need to follow the law. Two of the state's largest school districts, Miami-Dade and Hillsborough, now joining Broward and Lachua counties mandating masks for students. Publix, CVS, and Walgreens say they are now offering a third COVID vaccine shot for certain immunocompromised people. That's Jacksonville.Radio News. The Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show continue to watch very closely as thousands of Americans wait to see whether they will be successfully airlifted out of Kabul after the Taliban's taking control of that whole country. Plus, Clay, what do you got? Also, we'll continue to track down what's going on with the latest on COVID mandates. All that and more. It'll be the Clay and Buck Show. Come hang with us. AM 600, 101.1 FM, WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? No cars are moving and no cars are going to move. On the Dames Point Bridge, headed north. Traffic is backed up on 295 past Atlantic Boulevard. And you're going to be sitting in there for 50 extra minutes. People are getting the hint and are trying to take the Matthews Bridge, which has traffic backed up now past Arlington Road. You'll be sitting in that for about 15 or 20 extra minutes. Either way, it's going to be a mess on the bridges this morning. If you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. Partly cloudy early, followed by scattered thunderstorms in the afternoon. The high today, 91. Partly to mostly cloudy with scattered thunderstorms tonight and a low of 76. Right now, 78 degrees. Here are some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. The Wall Street Journal reports President Biden ignored the advice from his own military officers who supported keeping a small military presence before going through with the Afghan withdrawal. A poll out this week shows Americans rank former President George W. Bush as the president most responsible for the outcome of the Afghanistan war, followed by President Biden. And Twitter is being criticized for not allowing former President Trump to have a voice on the social media platform while instead allowing the Taliban to post on its site. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB. By calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. All right, let's go to Chris on line three. Hey, good morning. Hey, how's it going, Ed? Good, man. I don't know how to act. I'm incensed and I'm, in, I'm standing beside myself. I spent a year and a half in my life in Afghanistan, which is not a place that you would put on your trip advisor wish list. I know several people who didn't make it back from there. I know that people don't like that we've been there for 20 years, but the bottom line is nature abhors a vacuum, and there's no outcome that could come from us not staying there that was going to be palatable for our security in the future. 
At this point, it has nothing to do with Osama bin Laden. Anything that could possibly happen, whether the Taliban took over, the Chinese, the Russians again, who knows? Nothing was going to be palatable and helpful to us. Wear a mask and risk your life. Don't wear a mask, risk your life. Uh, Shelter in place. Drive to the airport and risk your life. Which one is it? Watching the TV and looking at all these different high-ranking officials in the government with their no-speak and their lack of responsibility in, in taking what they set up that didn't have to be is infuriating. The, 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 the lying about things, outright lying, the, the dodging of, of straightforward questions, it's so embarrassing. Across the whole world, we have lost any shred of, of ability to command on an issue from this, and this will go forward and reverberate for years. We have troops in Germany, I think well over 50 years now, I don't hear anyone complaining about that. I complain about that. In, well, from the standpoint of, well, you are not, I don't, <laughs> I don't make any no, 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 I, I don't support closing the base. I'm just saying, why do we need all that many troops over there? But that's, I, well, it, agreed. So we're, but in Afghanistan, we're closing and giving away bases mm-hmm. that okay. from a strategic standpoint is the most asinine now, thing you can imagine. Now, hold on. Let me, let me, let me ask you this. And I am the, see, I admit this unlike many of the other elected officials i see both sides on this issue and the reason why the i mean china is the biggest threat they're de- they're waiting for venezuela to collapse we know that so they can take over the oil we know that they're already down in the streets of uh, down in cuba drilling there as well you know that and i don't know whether the taliban's going to play ball with them when it comes to al-qaeda when it comes to china want to come in the middle east but we already have a base in iraq is there an argument that because I'm thinking the more that China wants to come in and try to dominate, this is the reason why, like we did during the Cold War, we have to, up and have to have more bases through all of it like we had in Poland and other areas. So what I'm getting at is, it may be based on China being the biggest threat, it is smart to keep a base in Afghanistan, but I'm getting at, if you got one in Iraq, why do you need one in Afghanistan? Because they're so closely together, right? Well, the thing is this. They're, they're, regionally, you might say they're close together. But strategically, one base offers something, another okay. base offers another thing. Right. Fair and enough. A situation can clearly change politically in a second. So you're not gonna you're not gonna risk your driving around on one brake cylinder, right? You want all four brake cylinders working, even though one might be able to stop the car. You're not gonna risk that. The same thing. If we've got a base, it's quote unquote been paid for. It's it's maintainable. It's defensible. Okay, so maybe we, we reduce the amount of uh, support we provide over a period of time, and we maintain the base. The same thing, again, in Germany, Korea, uh, Italy, you, all the plate, Japan, all the bases we have around the world. We're not necessarily nation-building in those countries, but we're maintaining the base. And I, I can't see any logical yeah. or strategic reason why we wouldn't continue to do that. All right, I got to so get going. Just, I, I, it's a morning show, and I appreciate. It. I'm just saying, very fast pace. I understand your, where you're coming and from. Thanks for your service too. So I understand where you're coming from. In the way before me and Roger's time, what is it? 1979. Jimmy Carter. By the way, go see the movie Argo with Ben Affleck. It's pretty good. Pretty good movie. Were they trying to rescue those of U.S. hostages 
That's one of the downfalls when you, besides, I mean, Carter inherited a mess, but he didn't do anything about it, especially when it came to the uh, oil, um, uh, um, the oil embargoes and the the recession after '73 and '74 with Nixon and the whip inflation. If you read your history, many of you know what you're talking about. Gerald Ford, Carter inherited a mess, but didn't do anything about it. Okay. Having said this, this is the reason why one of the things I think hurt the presidency when you look at history is because it was Americans still held hostage. Okay. Of course, they claim it's a big conspiracy that, you know, they couldn't find where George H.W. Bush was one day when he ran for office. Mm-hmm. And then there was some sort of deal cut with Iran. And that's why they let him go after Reagan got in. Reagan said he was going to get him out. But anyway, so again, way before me and Roger's time. But having said this, this, if I'm just telling you the way it is, if there are no deaths that happen, or is it the multitude of deaths, not one death, because sometimes we forget a lot of this stuff. Americans have short term memory. Here's the bottom line. That if Americans on their way out, mm-hmm. if they're held hostage, if they're held captive, if there's quite a few, I mean, several of them that die on the way over there, it's bad. It's just bad news for the Biden White House. If 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 service members die, it's bad news for the White House. Having said this, if there are no atrocities, if we can get all Americans out and there are no deaths, I think this blows over, and I don't think it does hurt the White House. <sighs> I don't down think, the road. I don't think that most people in the country only care about Americans. I think we care about the Afghans who work with us, who were contractors, who are serving as interpreters. Right now, the, nah. the the Taliban is is doing checkpoints to check their cell phones to see if there's any evidence that they've been texting in English to anyone. They've arrested one person uh, who was a Taliban governor after announcing there would be amnesty, and and now they've got a governor of one of the provinces now in custody she's probably going to be executed nobody cares about taliban well, nobody cares about unfortunately about afghan people well I, it's about americans i'm just telling you it doesn't resonate on the poll i certainly care about the americans obviously but uh, I, I i care about the afghans who work with if, us if, I, think if there is a, an, listen, I think we have an obligation to them if there is an afghan slaughter what happened after 1992 when bush took uh, out some of those that were supporting certain factions uh after the first 1992 gulf war where saddam hussein killed in and killed those people didn't matter. Bill Clinton was winning that year. wasn't based on foreign policy. Okay? So what I'm saying is that you go back and you look at... If Americans are injured, I'm talking deaths. And, what, and they are at risk. Story. What was yes. it? 11,000 Americans oh, living yeah. in Afghanistan are told to shelter in place. And then the next day they're told, okay, make it to the airport where we can't guarantee your safety. Obviously, there's going to be a problem. Yeah. What, and, and here's the great issue. Point. Great point. Sometimes there are American citizens who may have an Afghani heritage. You yes. Know, how do you say, okay, this person was not, you know, an American when they became a naturalized citizen or married an American citizen and then become an American that way? Yeah. Roger's got a great point. But before I see Afghan refugees, and by the way, if we have cut deals, and we certainly have, with families that have helped us out, they need to be taken care of. Whether they come to this country or not, mm-hmm. they need to go somewhere peacefully. But Americans first on those civilian or the military airline, not civilian, but the military airplanes, instead of putting 600 refugees on, you put Americans well, on there. Apparently, they, sh- they stormed the plane. And there were so many that the pilot said, okay, I can't get any of these people out at this point. Incredible what's going on. Know. Here was uh, one more clip. CNN's Kylie Atwood. CNN! Saying that, well, we're telling you to show up. No, no, wait. I'm sorry. We're telling you to stay in place. No, no, no. We want you to show up, but but... But we cannot guarantee your safety. We're 
we're just getting a new security alert for Americans in Afghanistan from the State Department. Previously, the State Department has been telling those Americans to shelter in place. Now it is telling them to consider going to the airport in Kabul. But what they're also telling these Americans is that they cannot assure that they will have safe passage on the way to the airport. That is significant because the Biden administration said the United States is relying on the Taliban to ensure safe passage for Americans getting to the airport. But of course, what we have seen in the reporting on the ground there is that there hasn't been safe passage. And this security alert is clear in saying that the United States cannot tell these Americans who are in the country right now that if they head to the airport, that they are going to be able to ensure safe passage. But, but they're still telling them to go. The bottom line here is that they're telling these Americans to go to the airport, but they're not telling them that they will necessarily. Let me set this up. If the hurricanes come into Florida, your governor, Democrat or Republican, right now Republican, Governor Ron DeSantis says, we've got a state of emergency. We are prepared. National Guard is ready to help out. We knew that this was going to happen with the Taliban, folks. Folks, the, 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 even the New York Times reported and said this this past week, along with the Wall Street Journal. They knew things were going down the pike, and they didn't. They were not prepared. All I'm going to say is to all my liberal friends out there, or liberal listeners, because I don't know you all, all right? But all of you that hang out at Starbucks and love just to blow up my emails every day, um, how are you going to defend if... We, Unfortunately, it is the amount, one death is one too many, but it's the amount of deaths that really get people shocked. I'm not saying it has happened. I'm just saying if it does, then who are you going to blame for this? Oh, I'm sorry. It's all Trump's fault. Why do I even ask, Raj? The polls say it's George W. Bush's fault. Yeah. yeah yes, it's the W's fault. Oh, if COVID cases go back up, somehow it's still Trump's fault. It's Ron DeSantis's fault, even though they can't tell me how the governor's going to prevent it all. But anyway. All right, more coming up next. Adam Anjanski with the ripoff of the week. We got to break it down to some of the wasteful amount of spending we've done over there. I don't want to keep this dog. We got so many other issues to get to. And we're going to do it coming up next. Talk Radio WBOB. Where are the tie ups to avoid? WBOB traffic. No cars are moving and no cars are going to move. On the Dames Point Bridge, headed north. Traffic is backed up on 295 past Atlantic Boulevard. And you're going to be sitting in there for 50 extra minutes. People are getting the hint and are trying to take the Matthews Bridge, which has traffic backed up now past Arlington Road. You'll be sitting in that for about 15 or 20 extra minutes. Either way, it's going to be a mess on the bridges this morning. If you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. You know, if you feel like you're stuck with a healthcare plan that isn't affordable or you simply don't like it, right now is a great time to switch to MediShare. The typical family saves $500 a month when they join MediShare. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate compared to the typical health insurance plan. That's double. So you get a massive network of providers to choose from. You get telehealth services. And MediShare is the most trusted name in healthcare sharing. It's been around for more than 25 years, shared more than $4 billion in healthcare bills. Here's why now really is the time to make the switch to you can start saving each month, which is huge, but right now they'll waive your joining fee. So you'll save another $170 right off the bat. But again, it's a limited time offer. You got to call now. And it only takes two minutes to find out how much you'd save by switching. Here's the number 844-55-BIBLE. That's 844-55-BIBLE. 
Bible. Experience positive and encouraging teaching from renowned pastor, Bible teacher, and best-selling author, Dr. David Jeremiah. Reserve your free tickets now to attend An Evening with David Jeremiah for an unforgettable night of enriching Bible study, uplifting fellowship, and powerful worship. Coming to Jacksonville at the ViStar Veterans Memorial Arena on Thursday, October 7th at 7 p.m. You won't want to miss this special one-night-only event. Get your free tickets at davidjeremiah.org tour. This is Bill Gunderson, professional money manager and host of the Best Stocks Now show. I've been a professional money manager for the last 22 years. Uh, I write a weekly newsletter called Best Stocks Now. If you'd like to get a free sample, you can go to GundersonCapital.com. Make sure to tune in to Best Stocks Now on this station. Tune in to Best Stocks Now with Bill Gunderson every Saturday afternoon at 2 here on WBOB. And Monday through Fridays at 11 a.m. on our sister station, Talk 100.3. A plumbing problem is an immediate problem. You can't wait around for a convenient time for a plumber to stop by. Roland Reich Plumbing is Jacksonville's award-winning, get-it-done-right-away plumber. Call as soon as you see a problem. Call 904-260-7059. Whether the problem is large or small, routine or a middle-of-the-night emergency, Roland Reich Plumbing is standing by to get it done right, on time, and at the right price. Call 904-260-7059. Your friends and neighbors have relied on Roland Reich Plumbing for years. Roland's motto is, have a leak? No need to wait a week. Call Roland Reich Plumbing at 904-260-7059. Check them at plumbingjacksonville.com. Make Roland Reich Plumbing your plumber. Gives you peace of mind knowing somebody's standing by ready to help you 24-7. Roland Reich Plumbing, 904-260-7059. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB. By calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Hey, let's get to it. Back from his vacation, Adam Angievsky, he's the CEO and founder of OpenTheBooks.com. We call this the ripoff of the week, which is sponsored by Underwood Jewelers. Three great locations, Ponte Vedra. Avondale or San Marco. By the way, I think I may stop by to see him today. I just like interrupted him, right? I purposely don't call him, Roger. I just want to, you know. It's the best part when he has to interrupt the meeting with with higher people trying to buy jewelry. He always lets us know when he's coming here, though. Never lets me know. But anyway, (laughs) so that's why I don't let him know when I'm showing up. I usually get two days advance notice. I will stop by today. (laughs) UnderwoodJewelers.com. Three great locations. Ponte Vedra, San Marco, and Avondale's. That's UnderwoodJewelers.com. Adam Angievsky has got a great story out. at. uh, He's a senior policy writer also at Forbes.com. Oh, my word, all of the amount of money in U.S. foreign aid that we have spent on Afghan and Afghan forces. What have we gotten for our dollar in return here, Adam? Well, nothing. I think everything's been overrun in the last two days, right? So we put $83 billion into the Afghan security forces over the course of the last 20 years, Ed. $83 billion, and they surrendered or were defeated by the Taliban within days of us leaving the region. What an abject failure. We, uh, we put $10 billion into an anti-narcotics campaign. Now, that was already a failure before uh, the last couple of weeks. Uh, the U.N., of all people, called Afghanistan a narco state and said there was no measurable results for a $10 billion U.S. investment into fighting the poppies and opioids 
in Afghanistan. Keep going. I'm listening. So uh, we got about $5 billion, and this is kind of mystifying, into a Respect Women campaign in Afghanistan. Look, Afghanistan was a social experiment. Um, According to uh, uh, our auditors, Afghanistan was the only country in the world where this level of resources was, was exclusively and explicitly dedicated to elevating the status of women and girls. So this was a social experiment. It's, a, it's all been wiped away, about $5 billion, to convince the Taliban and others to respect women. Okay, the, with, with, the, with the amount of time we have, and we may have to jump in this later on, there has been so much wasteful amount of spending. Forget about the women stuff here for a second. Talk about some of the money, anti-narcotics, all the other stuff out there that's been spent money on at U.S. Embassy. Run through it. So the Cabal, the Cabal Carpet Center, we decided to go into the carpet business with, uh, with uh, $10 million of U.S. taxpayer treasure, uh, you know, and put, help people export their rugs uh, overseas. And, uh, you know, that's been wiped away. That website's down. The Carpet Center is gone, of course. Uh, the U.S. Embassy has $1.5 billion. It was the most invested in embassy, one of the most invested in embassies in the entire world. That's been swept away. We gave the uh, Taliban, Taliban security forces about $200 million worth of drones. They lost them. They never used them. We can't find those drones. And that was, that was before the last couple of weeks. We, uh, we put about $100 million into standing up the first university ever in Kabul. That's been wiped away. Anybody that uh, got a degree there, or especially a woman that went through there, their lives are in danger. Um, you know, we, we, uh, we built all kinds of, quote, infrastructure. You probably saw that in the infrastructure bill, uh, Nancy Pelosi's infrastructure bill in the House, Ed, it's not law yet, but she included $3 billion to rebuild to build infrastructure in Afghanistan. Wow. That's in the Democrats' bill right now in Congress. That's breaking news at Fox last night. Yeah, I don't think that's going to end up happening out there. Man, you got so much more reports. Uh, $9.4 million to establish a cabal carpet export center. You know, here's my question. If the military officials and knew that, the, I mean, why would you spend more money? Uh, well, wait, okay. I guess I maybe I've answered my own question. If, if they, this is going to be the big debate. If they knew that the Taliban was going to end up taking over, they had a chance. Why would you spend all this amount of million dollars of taxpayer dollars to be sent over there? So, you know, I think it's a it's a money laundering scheme from the United States taxpayer through the big military industrial complex into Afghanistan. Uh, You know, how can it be? Here's the central question, Ed. All right. How can it that everything we built in Afghanistan collapsed so quickly? What that means is that there was nothing sustainable. There was nothing sustainable at any level after 20 years and about two trillion dollars, according to estimates on total cost of war. About $2 trillion. There was nothing left at the end of the day. Absolutely abject nothing. You report $145 billion since uh, 2001 to uh, this year. $145 billion for reconstruction and security forces as well. Um, somebody's dropped the ball here. And I, I wonder if it's unfortunately, you blame the U.S. military leadership, which I hope it's not true. But, I mean, the Afghan forces just folded up very quickly out there. I mean, I'm just I'm still perplexed by this. Look, I'm from Illinois. As you know, it's the Super Bowl of corruption. I don't think anybody ever saw anything like the abject level of corruption in Afghanistan. They literally 
stole all this money. It, all this stuff was was fake infrastructure that we built over there, fake society and nation building, and it's all been swept away within days. All right, I got to get going. One of the things I'd love to see, I know this is really in-depth, I wanted to find out how much U.S. military service weaponry is still over there and how much that the cost total that we uh, haven't been able to recover on that. How about that one, huh? It, we don't have that, but that's the headline today, that GOP senators, they want that cost to county. They want to know what was in the gun locker, so to speak. Yeah. I want to know that, too. I'm with you. Adam, good to have you back, brother. Thank you, Ed. Great right, to man. be back. Adam Anjiavsky, the CEO and founder of OpenTheBooks.com, the ripoff of the week. Oh, I'm still sending money over to Afghanistan. All right, brought to you by Underwood Jewelers, three locations, Ponte Vedra, San Marco, and Avondale. That's UnderwoodJewelers.com. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? No cars are moving and no cars are going to move. On the James Point Bridge, headed north. Traffic is backed up on 295 past Atlantic Boulevard. And you're going to be sitting in there for 50 extra minutes. People are getting the hint and are trying to take the Matthews Bridge, which has traffic backed up now past Arlington Road. You'll be sitting in that for about 15 or 20 extra minutes. Either way, it's going to be a mess on the bridges this morning. If you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. Partly cloudy with a chance of thunderstorms today. The high near 90 this evening, partly to mostly cloudy with some rain. 77 the low right now. It is 78 degrees. I'm Lou Dobbs. T-Mobile still unraveling major online security breach. Walt Disney World has a new mask policy as of today. California homes and businesses face water shortages. Those stories next. As you know, my friend Michael Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He created the best pillow, and Mike created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza Sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you will receive 50% off Giza Dream Sheets. You'll receive a set for as low as $49.99. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code Dobbs. There you'll find not only Mike's amazing offer but also deep discounts on all my pillow products including the my pillow mattress topper my pillow towel sets and so much more call 1-800-977-9152 use the promo code dobbs go to mypillow.com make sure you use the promo code dobbs as we first reported yesterday t-mobile is still trying to unravel what happened to expose social security numbers and sensitive personal information on 40 million of their customers to cyber attacks the company has reset the PIN codes on prepaid accounts and the Metropolitan Water District in Southern California, declaring a water emergency, asking businesses and homeowners to conserve water voluntarily. If you're listening to me on the way to Walt Disney World today, the theme park has just unveiled a tweak to its face mask policy. Starting today, Disney World will be allowing visitors to choose whether or not they wear face coverings at outdoor attractions and in lines. Up to this morning, the mask had been required even at outdoor attractions. Please join me three times each weekday for my updates from the Salem Radio Network. Here on this station, this is the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. 
The Brandon Groover News Hour, Fridays 5 to 6 on WBOB, has accurately predicted the outcome of the presidential election and the Georgia Senate race. Hear the newsmakers and join in at 831-0600. Brandon has examined the fraying of American society from declining church attendance, anti-Americanism, and racial strife. This Friday, Brandon will focus on the American family unit and why marriage rates must stabilize. Tune in Friday 5 to 6 on WBOB. Sponsored by Elite Home Health and Frito-Lay. Sunbelt Gated Access Systems is all about safety, your safety. You maintain your car to keep safe on the road. You should maintain your home and business the same way. If you need repair or maintenance for your gated community, home, or business, Sunbelt Gated Access Systems is here to serve you. Sunbelt Gated Access Systems is your trusted local family-owned company that prioritizes your safety. They have the knowledge, quality products, and services to provide you with affordable, effective answers. Call Sunbelt Gated Access Systems for maintenance or installation. Visit Sunbelt S. Following the morning show, you can always get an extra with the Ed Dean Extra on WBOB.com. Right after the morning show, it's our podcast. Also, download the radio app, put it on those iPhones, those Android phones, everything else out there. It is free. Download the app. Just go to W. Go to your. Yeah, that's right. Go to your cell phones. WBOB.com. All right. More coming up next. A lot of clips to get to. And how is it that if we don't allow, we want to allow Americans first from Iraq before the refugees? And that's racist. Oh, I'm not making that up. I got the clips. I'll play it next. Talk Radio, WBOB. AM 600, WBOB, Jacksonville, 101.1 FM, W266CX, Fruit Cove, the conservative voice of 